The Cook County judge is ordering the city of Chicago to provide anyone who is arrested easier access to family, attorneys, and phone calls shortly after entering police custody. Specifically, if a person's arrested, they now must have access to phone calls within three hours of detainment. The judge's order, which is being called a consent decree, it's the result of an agreement between activists, civil rights attorneys, the Cook County Public Defender's Office, and the Lightfoot Administration. Here with more is WBEZ criminal justice reporter Chip Mitchell. Hey, Chip, welcome back. Afternoon, Sasha. So what do we know about this consent decree? Well, uh, the, the advocates behind it, they say this is the most specific consent decree in the country spelling out how a police department has to carry out its commitments under case law that goes back to the 1950s, more than half a century. That law, Sasha, it includes rights under the U.S. Supreme Court's landmark 1966 ruling in Miranda versus Arizona. People may recognize that the name, the party Miranda, uh, we're all familiar with it uh, from detective shows about the rights that police are supposed to read defendants when they're arrested. So one of those rights, of course, is to remain silent. Another is access to an attorney, even if the defendant can't afford one. So the advocates who sued for this consent decree, they they hope it'll become a model for other cities. Yeah, this uh, is being described to the press as a uh, historic consent decree to end Chicago police practice of incommunicado detention. What do they mean exactly? Well, that just means uh, when the police are holding someone without meaningful access to lawyers or family members, not you know, unable to call them, un- unable to be contacted by people on the outside and so on. Gotcha. You mentioned earlier, Chip, that this is very specific. Why the three hours? Well, the three-hour limit uh, for police to be able to, uh, per, uh, you know, what, what this three, what this limit is actually, it, it uh, the police have to uh, enable detainees within three hours of arriving at the station to make three phone calls to whoever they want, family members, attorneys, and so on. Um, and where that that number three for the number of hours, it, it actually comes from the Safety Act, which is this uh, big package of criminal justice reforms that. Governor Pritzker signed into law last year, Sasha. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about how they're related. Well, uh, this consent decree, um, it codifies that law uh, in, in a very specific way. So, so um, for example, uh, there has to now be a telephone for detainees to use in every interrogation room. And with that telephone signage about their rights to make calls um, uh, there. Uh, and then there has to be access by um, attorneys and family members to be able to call in to the detainees. Um, uh, and, you know, it goes on from there. Yeah. People on the outside, the, the attorneys who brought this agreement, they're going to get to look at uh, data on arrests um, and be able to monitor the, monitor this agreement, um, bring it back to the judge if there are problems for, for years, mm-hmm. at least two years. And you, you mentioned signage now, you know, alerting folks that they will have this right to, to make this phone call. It sounds like there were people in the past that didn't know that this is something that they could do. Yeah, and and truthfully, it hasn't really been clearly defined in the law either. Um, uh, the advocates uh, and attorneys who, who push for this consent decree, they, uh, they say that detainees for decades have been sometimes held for hours and hours, even days, without meaningful access wow. to an attorney. And it becomes a subject of a lot of litigation in in their criminal cases as they unfold um they they connect 
the attorney, these civil rights advocates, they connected to uh, a long history in the city of false confessions and wrongful convictions in murder cases, mm -hmm. um, including Sasha, the ones that detectives under Commander John Burge extracted. People rec recognize that name um, because it's tied to a lot of torture that took place in murder cases um, from the 1970s right up to the early 1990s. Wow. So before this, this ruling from the judge, was there no specific time that CPD had allotted to allow people to access that phone call or to talk with an attorney? No, it was not spelled out. I it see. wasn't spelled out very clearly. And, and it was always the subject of, uh, you know, of, of a lot of, you know, courtroom battles subsequently, you know, so th there'd be, you know, it maybe be the cops on the one hand and they may even have it on videotape saying, well, um, we told them about their right to an attorney and and um, and they asked about it, but they did. They weren't specific enough saying I want an attorney right now. You know, that you, so you get into fights like that about oh, semantics on on whether the police provided access. So this will really clarify a lot of things, uh, according to the, uh, the advocates who brought this uh, lawsuit leading to the consent decree. Can you talk a bit more, Chip, about how the landscape for police reform has changed since that summer protest we all remember of 2020? Yeah, so, you know, un under this uh, consent decree, I, I think it'll mostly affect people accused of very serious crimes like murder and sex abuse. But but um, the people who brought the lawsuit were actually these act a lot of activists, people who led the protests that took place after George Floyd's murder um, by police in Minneapolis in, in 2020. Um, th those protests led to the Safety Act, that, that criminal justice reform package we, we mentioned that mm -hmm. was passed here in Illinois. Um, but at the same time, Sasha, since that same period, since uh, mid-2020, the city's also had a big surge in homicides, shootings, carjacking, so big crime surge. And there's been a big backlash um, against some key parts of the Safety Act, even though most of it hasn't even taken effect yet, um, blaming right. this criminal justice reform um, for that crime surge. Um, so, you know, the, the, the biggest controversy is about eliminating cash bail. That's part of the Safety Act of starting this coming, coming January um, uh, that would require judges um, to order defendants to be detained based not on their wealth, but on factors uh, such as the risk to the public. Um, mm -hmm. what, will they show up for their court dates and so on? So uh, yeah. this consent decree really actually, um, it runs against the current of a big backlash that we're seeing against criminal justice reform right now as a result of the crime surge. Well, the big question before you go, Chip, when does this consent decree take effect? It is set to take effect February 1st. Um, and the parties say that's because CB, the, the, the general order, the police order is drafted, but uh, CPD apparently needs the time to train officers on this. They say they're training thousands of officers on how to uh, okay. carry out this consent decree. Interesting. That is WBEZ criminal justice reporter Chip Mitchell. Thank you for the update.